Blog Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, the full Jacob, the full Jacob, What's up, world? This is Ray Six, and you're listening to Bodega Fresh with my favorite universal lover, Nadine. Bodega, Bodega. Fresh. Fresh. I'm coming. I'm coming, baby. I'm coming. Come and come. Help me. Make your baby understand. Don't try love or let you take command. Bodega. Bodega. Fresh. Bobby Caldwell, you're chilling on Bodega Fresh with my girl, Nadine.
What up, y'all? This is Punchline right here from Punch of Words, MC and all that. The underground superstar. And I'm rocking with my girl Nadine, Bodega Fresh Radio. Y'all know what it is. Now, I've never been one to knock the next man for getting his. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And I do realize that hip-hop is now a form of old But this has always been something with which you have to be true. So in the year of 1992. Now, this is how we do. At the age of 19, her scene. A lot of MCs that do not come clean. Putting on dealing hard times and rhymes. You see them in the streets and you see no signs of the hell. And they get on stage and tell some old Rap, rap, rap. 
I reminisce for a spell, or shall I say, think back yeah. 22 years ago to keep it on track. The birth of a child on the 8th of October. A toast, but my granddaddy came sober. Count all the fingers and the toes, now I suppose you're the little black boy grows. 18 years younger than my mama, but I really got beaten for the girl love drama. In single parenthood, there I stood. By the time she was 21, had another one. This one's a girl, let's name a Pam. Same father as the first, but you don't give a damn. Irresponsible. Plain not thinking. Yeah. Papa said chill, but the brother keep winking. Uh-huh. Till he hold down, you would tear out your hide. Uh-huh. On your side while the baby make us slide. Uh-huh. But mama got wise to the game. Uh-huh. The youngest to pop hits, hun, here it is. Yeah. After yeah. ten years without no spouse, yeah. mama's getting married in the house. Word. Listen, positive over negative, for the woman a master. Uh-huh. Mother queens rise in the chapter. Yeah. Deja vu, tell you what I'm gonna do. do when they reminisce over you, my God.
up, everybody? This is Diamond D, representing Digging in the Grace, and I'm right here chilling on Bodega Fresh with my homegirl, Nadine, all right? Lock it in.
living with nowhere to unpack, but got that. Director of the Hip Hop Culture Center, giving a big shout out to Bodega Fresh and my girl, Nadine. My only stretch from Naughty by Nature once said, If you ain't from the ghetto, don't come to the fucking ghetto. But I'm gonna one of our most immaculate tall guys take us all through the ghetto. My nigga Rap James. When I was a young boy, growing up in the ghetto, hanging out on corners. Singing with the fellas, looking for the cute chicks, trying to find me big fun, looking for some trouble for anyone who gave me some. I was young and crazy in the ghetto. 
know what my life would be In the ghetto I was dumb and oh, so lazy Something had a spell on me In the ghetto You wanna know what I'm talking about? them chances while we search for the answers we be smoking them cancer sticks police provoking motherfuckers we dancing and we be dodging them bullets they be popping off at of shit but yet we always romance the street and fall in love with the hood till somebody can blast the heat always up to no good so all of my fam could eat in the hood we hungry ain't nigga we playing for keys my soldiers on the block get on it if you good if you flaunt it we will take if we want it see niggas from the ghetto got a different state of mind with a different kind of hustle and we ill with the grind and develop our muscle till we sicker with the shine and the struggle thus the money come quicker doing crime I see the way we rep the hood got a Love me, you can take me out the ghetto, but you can't take it from me. Gotta love We'll be getting in that street shit. Hustle hard, try to get money quick. In the it's where I got my name from. I'm gonna get money and I got all my game from. It's where you eat with a bunch of the wolves and get to hustling as hard as you could. Until your cake stack and shit'll get good. Throw a block party for the whole hood. The with them burnout sellies, talk crazy, sell drugs in front of Poncho Deli. Crack head chicks, still smoke with babies in their belly. And the prison elevators till the lobby all smelly. It's where I keep my ratchets, get my instincts and survival tactics. Ain't nothing like the hood, nigga. I don't care. You survive it in the ghetto. You can make it anywhere. Gotta love it. The whole of brick for they do Behind the bullshit Me and my click on the move We out of the cold of the street And live by the roads It's where all of the hoods at Find the most crooks And they sell the most drugs at Where you find beautiful women And rug rats Some of the most powerful people I love that Come on Bodega Fresh, your girl Nadine is back on the scene. First Sunday of the month, first Sunday of November. And it is super brick out here in NYC on the East Coast. We are really freezing our tails off. The winds are 40 miles per hour. We're also having our NYC marathon. Shout out to all the runners out there doing it big, braving that weather. Uh, I got to salute you because it is so, so cold. But I'm on the radio with you guys, on Internet radio, that is. Shout out to Blog Talk. 
And I'm going to bring you another fabulous artist today. Actually, it's a return artist. And um, this brother has dropped in just to update us on what's going on with none other than one of my favorite groups, the Hypnotic Brass Ensemble. We have Brother Huda on the line. Say what's up to the people, Huda. What's going on, everybody? How y'all feel? Thanks for having me back. Good to be here. Definitely. Definitely. Oh, you know, I support you guys big time. And you guys, last we spoke, I remember you told me... um, the documentary that was out on you and your brothers um, was was just kind of rolling in. What was it? Yeah, it was just starting to get um, starting to be seen and in, in like a lot of like film spots yeah. and um, outdoor you know parks outings and things like that. And now you know. I feel like, well, you guys were really touring a lot then, but now it's really turned up. Like, you guys tour consistently all the time. So I wanted to bring you back on the show and just kind of update the fans on what you guys are doing and um, what you have coming out and just what we can expect in the future, you know? So how's everything been going? Well, everything has been great. Uh, We're coming off a a real explosive uh, summer. Um, it was the first time we got an opportunity to tour more uh, North American side. Uh, so we spent the most, uh, the majority of June, um, well, we started off June in um, Mexico. Then uh, later in June, we went to Canada. And then little pocket shows here in the U.S. You know, um, pretty much getting our visibility a, a little bit more consistent over here on this side uh, also uh, touring in, in, in Europe and Germany, France UK, places like that Spain, Italy like um, it was nice um, then we took a, a, a couple of months to you know kind of do some different things um, work on some new material um, recreate some things we were trying this year and you know kind of like make them a little better uh we're about to go back on tour in uh november we're gonna do about 30 shows in about uh i say four to six weeks mm-hmm. 30 shows in that amount of time and um it'll probably be about four or five countries in Europe just hitting up different territories maybe even a little bit more than four to five but yeah hitting up a bunch of different territories and um, keeping the name moving we actually in the process of um, recording some new material Um, name of the album is still you know in the works it might be a bulletproof brass too which is a different concept uh, that we started a few years ago. Or it might be uh, the customs product that um, we've been sitting on for a while. But we definitely um, looking to tour with some new singles, dropping that straight business video song. Um, just doing a lot of different things, you know, to keep ourselves busy, keep ourselves inspired and motivated and doing the same for our fans. You definitely are doing just that. I mean, the touring, the, 
the tour dates on your website this year alone were were just about like back to back. I mean, you know, you started in June with Mexico, but I'm looking here from even like May and how you were in Belfast and Amsterdam and Glasgow and do you find yeah. that do you find it surprising that you guys are touring so much and that you've taken off or do you still feel like you have so much more work to do and you want more people to listen and hear your music well um, one of our first plans was to become household names or have at least people within ears reach of our music to always be able to tune in um and then second, like, this is our livelihood. Like, I've been playing on since I was five. I may have taken off some years being a knucklehead in, in, in my teenage years, but pretty much my whole life, like, my, my livelihood, my lifestyle has been on the stage performing. So inspiring and, and, and getting before people and bringing music and joy and whatever to, to, to the audience. Like, that's, that's part of like my daily work so nice. you know I, I don't get tired of it it's, it's part part of how I eat part of how I breathe you know what I'm saying part of how I'm able to to wake up and feel like I'm accomplishing things in life so can't get tired of it it's been it's been, yeah. it's been a blessing to me so yeah it's definitely been a tremendous blessing and I have to say that I've seen you guys in concert and it's, it's very energetic um, the concert I went to in Brooklyn when you guys did Brooklyn Bazaar the lady in front of me I think I was huh? telling you she told me she told me like listen you want to stand in front of me because I'm about to get wild and I'm like I'm sorry <laughs> you're about to do what it's just happening what's <laughs> going on so I'm going to be dancing pretty hard I don't want to kick you by accident so Wow. I was like, wow. And, you know, and then she was with poor people, and they were very excited and couldn't wait for you guys to hit the stage. And, you know, I can understand why. First of all, it's you and your brothers on the stage. And just the story of the hypnotic brass ensemble is amazing within itself. You guys are from Chicago, and um, it's not just eight of you there's more there's a tremendous amount of brothers and sisters and everyone seems to be oozing talent not just musicians but singers as well and the documentary film Mm -hmm. Brothers Hypnotic really delves into your background and how it all got started with your father so I want to talk a little bit about who your father is and what he is in what he actually generated out of Chicago. I know that'll probably take hours, but let's try to shorten it a bit. Well, um, my father is uh, Kalan Phil Baran. Um, he's a jazz trumpeter, uh, astronomer, chemist, you know, uh, master healer, master teacher of many arts and things. Um, uh, he raised us on the south side of Chicago along with our mothers. Um, he's responsible for the sound you heard from Earth, Wind, and Fire. Chaka mm. Khan changed the uh, uh, original name to Chaka Khan after coming to his theater. Like pretty much the first stage she performed on was our father's stage when she was 15. Um, wow. Gwendolyn Brooks has written about him in poems. 
Uh, he was a close friend, uh, brother Malcolm. Um, like, uh, yeah, the things that you could say about what he's done and what impact he's done with the community over the last, say, 50-some odd years. Um, like, yeah, there's no way to really put that list into a small amount of time, but just rest assured, like, he's a living legend and still kicking it, still creating music, um, still teaching, you know, doing right. something uh, inspirational and living his life the way he wants to live it. So, you know, we pretty much take after that um, and being independent. And touching back on what you were saying about this year, you know, the dates, one of the greatest things about, you know, this year that's been good for our band, being that we've been, we're independent, we've um, been fortunate enough to maintain uh, touring past parting ways with our agency uh, booking agent last December. You know, um, so like this year has been a, a testament to the independent uh, grind to where, you know, we grinded pretty hard this year and pretty much did a lot, a lot better than we did with an agent. Not saying that we, we don't, you know what I'm saying, um, or against getting booking agents, you know, but it was great to show um, our last booking agent that he was doing such a shitty job that, you know, this, what we was paying him for, we could do what he was doing and better. But, you know, we've been out here, you know, working hard, man. Definitely working hard. Sometimes it feels like the chips are stacked against us, but, you know, that's just motivation to keep going. Um, we're working hard on um, coming to a, a America more and performing here more. We did some festivals in the States uh, this past summer, working on a couple of um, music series here in Chicago. You know, um, just a lot of different things, just trying to keep ourselves busy and you know, pushing the envelope, um, trying to be more recognized and, you know, um, doing the things that we love. I think you guys are doing an excellent job. I mean... Thank you. As a fan and as a lover of your music and things, I, I'm always amazed and always excited to see you guys. I'm always very happy to see you go to the next level. Anytime you post something or you're somewhere overseas and I see the crowd and you pan out to the crowd you have a tremendous amount of loyal fans and your fan base is growing tremendously do you find it do you find that it's hard to grow the fan base or it just seems to be you know something that's like authentically happening as as you guys tour more and more well the situation with us is um it's, it's uh, a, a situation where um, our, our fan base is spread in so many different directions to where uh, it's been like that uh, uh, pretty much uh, the majority of our career, or at least as, as long as there's been uh, major traffic on the internet with YouTubes and things like that. So um, it comes at a cost. You know, and the cost for us is that uh, it's hard to really pinpoint where 
uh, where our, our, I guess, hardcore fans are because there's so many spray, spread out throughout like many parts of the world. Um, that's one of the reasons why we want to be more visible here in the States because, you know, uh, as opposed to being like spread out between multiple countries, it would be nice to have one good solid country uh, being that this is ours, you know, um, has a good foundation. So that's that's the plan. And I think everything else will fall into place. Hmm. Do you find that you're well more well received overseas than here in the states? Well, that goes back to what I'm saying. Uh, what was well actually was touching on. The reason why we're more uh, received overseas or, you know, uh, more popular overseas is because uh, at the time when we started traveling over there, that's where our focus was. Our focus wasn't, you know, um, touring the states or doing that because at that time we were still, you know, marketing and promoting ourselves, selling our CDs uh, in Times Square and things of that nature. Yeah. Like here in the States, where, where our career was at that time, you know, um, New York was the place to be. It wasn't, you know, uh, we hadn't started doing the festivals and things like that, you know. So um, where we were career-wise, you know, um, it wasn't our time to tour the states, but now since we've toured the world, you know, um, it, it's more received. It's almost like we went over there and built our credit, right. gained some collateral to where you know the things that we were doing here, uh, selling our CDs on the street and marketing and promoting, creating a lane for ourselves. Uh, that way, um, it has brought. A certain amount of success so now over here you know uh it could be received in the same vein the same way it was received on the streets the same way it's received any on, on the on the stage the way where we received any time the songs are counted off you know there's only two kind of music good and bad so when the song is counted off if the song is good you know the people are going to receive it greatly and, and, and well and you know, praise it and give it what it's supposed to have. Otherwise, they're going to, you know, shun it, talk down on it or, you know, cover their yeah. ears. So it's just a matter of the exposure. And, you know, as long as you're out there grinding and continuing to grow, continue to push whatever envelopes that you may have or push yourself, then you can always find yourself creating something that more and more people will gravitate towards or it will take you in different directions. Uh, mostly in the direction of hopefully in the direction of progression so right. that's just right. where we're trying to move yeah yeah. I, I I was one of those people that saw you guys in Times Square because I would have to transfer right there to go to my what? next train and I <laughs> I came off the, the the shuttle train and I saw this gigantic crowd but all I heard was you know, the ensemble, the brass. And I'm like, who's over there playing horns? It must be really good. They got a really big crowd. And so when I saw you guys, I'm like, who are these guys? Who are these black brothers killing it right now in Times Square? I mean, it was just like, there was no not noticing a band of brothers that was just 
middle time square playing brass like that. It's just no way somebody could walk away. So, and then if you didn't even get, if you got moved from there, because I know the cops would always move you guys because you didn't have your little MTA sign or whatever, you'd go outside on the street and like, we're going to play right here on the corner. Hit it, you know? So the hustle was extremely real. And sometimes you'd be in Union Square. And then the next thing I know, you guys started doing like showcases around the city because I saw you in a couple of places after that. There was one time I saw you guys perform. You know, New York could be a little a little funky and a little sour or they'll feel like they're not impressed, but I think they're very impressed to just, you know, try to act tough. And you guys performed something. I can't remember what it was. You killed it. But the crowd didn't respond enough. And one of the brothers was like, Really? Really? Really, New York? This is how y'all going to treat us? This is how it's going to get down? We're going to hit you with another one then. And then y'all came with some other joint. And I'm like, these brothers are crazy. They're really <laughs> killing it right now, you know? So I know you, you said, you know, you Before really... Before it was over, we had the crowd, right? Yeah, definitely had the crowd. You had the crowd. But I was even more excited you guys were getting gigs because I was seeing you in Times Square on a consistent basis. And... um. And you guys were selling the CDs, and you know, I remember I was like, "Oh, can I request some?" One time, y'all come, y'all came back. Y'all, y'all were doing it for quite some time, you know, even after getting gigs. And I'm like, "Can I request some?" They were like, "Yeah, five dollars per request." And I'm like, "Damn, <laughs> I gotta save money to buy a CD." <laughs> but y'all definitely hit me with a joint, so you know, it was great. And what I just love the fact that you guys are really transitioning and, and really making a name for yourselves. And, and I wanted to also touch on the documentary that was done on you guys, The Brothers Hypnotic, um, Ruben Atlas, have been filming you guys for over five years. What was that like, having somebody just following you around for five years filming you? Um, well, the greatest thing was it wasn't like, too much of our time taken up. Um, it was strategically planned. Um, there's a lot of things that um, should have been filmed that wasn't filmed. Um, we did a low budget to no budget until we uh, were able to get a budget. Um, and at the time when we first started filming was when uh, we start, first started traveling a lot, which was like um, 2007. We first traveled in 06, but we really started traveling in 07, 08, 09, 2010, 2000, well, continuous. Like, we're still traveling. And um, so the guy, he got in where he could fit in, you know, um, and those overseas shots that he he were able to put in the film are representative Mm -hmm. of that. but it, it, it's cool, you know, to be able to look back and remember the time. Um, to be, able, it's almost like when you hear a good song that uh, takes you back to a particular time. Um, it, it, it's like our family um, videos put into a video and uh, able to be shared with many people for for eternity like you know the idea of it all was from the jump you know uh just that you know trying to 
uh, alert and, and make everybody aware of, you know, just where we come from and what it takes and what it's taking to, to take us to the next level. So, yeah, it was, it, it was dope. Um, and it was also good to be able to see you know, um, those journeys, like you, 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 you forget things. Like if you get hit in your arm, you'll feel it next week. You, you will remember it, but you wouldn't exactly understand or remember what that pain exactly felt like. So to have it videotaped and be able to go back to that, like it allowed us to see different things that we may have forgot, you know, or, just didn't even know that we should have remembered. Right. Just sit right. back and you can laugh at it or just marvel at it. Yeah, it was it was good. And Ruby's a cool dude. Um, I think he came from a genuine space in, in filming it. And I think uh, us and him um, together uh, with our ideas and things, you know, brought together a, a, a pretty good film. Yeah, it was really good, and it 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 came on. Um, not only did it do some festivals, film festivals, but it came on PBS, which I was so excited for. And I'm like, oh my god, yeah, PBS! Kinda, uh, they invested in the movie. Oh, they did. I didn't know yeah, that. They, the principal uh, investors in the film. Now yeah. that is something I did not know. That's amazing. When they wanted to invest. In the film, did that throw you back a bit? Like, you, you do? You want to invest in this film? For real? Or is that well, you know, um, it, it just brought more light to um, believing that we was on the right track. Like, what we was doing was uh, making sense to not just us, you know? It's one thing to believe in yourself. And before someone else believes in you, you have to believe in yourself. But it's great to see somebody else see the vision that you have. So pretty much what that was was reaffirming, you know, that we was on the right track and what we was doing, what we believe in is, you know what I'm saying, pretty, pretty freaking amazing. <laughs> it is definitely amazing. And I think another thing that's amazing about you and your brothers is that, one, you actually are brothers, and two, it's just, it shows the family dynamics of how important a family is, especially a black family. And the way you were raised, you know, when I saw the film and your father was so organized and, and, and just keeping that family unit together and teaching you, you know, jazz, funk, and, and of course, black consciousness. It was, that was like more powerful to me as well. Like the music is amazing. But to see the dynamics of the unit was even more powerful for me to see because, um, you know, a lot of us, they don't see us as people of, of being as one unit or being organized like that to raise such a family, especially in Chicago, where you're from, mm -hmm. you know. So, mm -hmm. you know, I have to salute your father and your mother's for being so strong and so animate about how they raised you guys. And it's it's just, you see that when you see you all together like that. And that's, that's amazing to see. And that's really what blows me away about 
the hypnotic brass ensemble, just the unity and um, the blackness, really, I have to say it like that. It's just amazing yeah. to see, and it's a beautiful thing to see. So then when you play, Definitely. it's even more dynamic to me, like, Oh, amazing. Thank you. I think all those Thank little you. things make you guys just so extraordinary, you know? So, um. But we do it for, um, uh, partly for amazing, um, comments and things like that. <laughs> we definitely, great, great. definitely try to coming. bring the best out of you. <laughs> we definitely do. Um, one of the songs I'm always listening to. Um, when I go to work, one of my favorite joints is reggae, you know? Okay. And, um, you know, you guys have so much music. It's not like you could play everyone's favorite song. Um, but reggae... Some people think we should. <laughs> I know. When I was at Brooklyn, I was like, oh, I can't play reggae. I can't request it. Uh, they'd be like, yeah, listen, we got a set list. Beat it, you know? So, Duh. it's just... <laughs> I don't know how you guys <laughs> narrow it down, but I mean, whatever you do, it's always an excellent show, but it's always like, oh, I want to hear E2 or, right. you know, Baliki Bone or something like that, you know? How do you guys right. even decide on how to, you know, execute, like, all right, we play the hell out of these songs, let's do this set now. How do you sit down and say, all right, what are we going to do? Is it different all the time, or you have a set? way of doing it well it, it it all depends like um we're always like even when we don't um have a new product um circulating we always writing new music and we always trying to keep it fun and fresh for ourselves um so like right now um our recording has to catch up to our uh touring because we've been touring like this year with about six to ten new songs mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um trying them out on the crowd seeing which ones work pretty much most of our songs work but which ones get better responses um like a lot of different testing and diagnostic evaluations that we be you know doing with with our music so um, it depends on where we are creatively. Um, right now, like I said, we, we've been perfecting these songs that we're in the process of recording and um, just trying to make that, that proper album to kind of like transition us into another level. We feel um, that we still have dues to pay. And then paying those dues is just, you know, um, a matter of putting together the, the right product that um, just take us to that next level. We feel like we're pushing up against a, a glass ceiling that needs a couple of more taps to break through. I definitely think you guys will succeed in doing that. You know, another thing I wanted to talk to you about and touch on is I see that one of the brothers, Clef, has a solo project out. Uh-huh. And today is his birthday. Happy birthday, Clef. Happy birthday, Clef. All right. Yay. So glad I brought him up. I, I definitely want to get you on the show so we can talk about that. But are all the guys in the band maybe planning to do something on their own as well? Or Well, I mean, outside of um, 
the uh, group as a whole. We we are artists, and uh, from time to time, different ones either do we do uh, joint songs. We even have clicks within the click. You know, um, was actual you know uh, projects that we've done that pretty much we 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 release to our homies and friends and. You know stuff like that. Um, it's it's a lot of products or projects that's uh, in the making. Um, he he felt um, a, a need and desire to you know just test the waters and you know um, he's always being creative and you know um, trying new things out uh, music wise and he was in a space. And he's in a space, I guess, right there with that that style, that, that vibe uh, uh, of the music, where that fantasy is, and he wanted people to hear it. And it's, it's, it's dope. I actually, you know, when we was connecting before we got on this call, um, I was putting up a, a birthday Instagram and um, also linking the This Girl video, because, you know, it's a dope song. Um, and he's a talented brother. That is amazing. Yeah. So, I'm not going to keep you for much longer. I'm going to get into some of your music next. But, of course, I always want you to come back and update the fans on what you're doing. And, you know, probably in a couple of more months, I'll probably get you back on the show. Or, you know, after well, you should. Like, I got, I, got, I got some things that I'm working on. Um, I'd rather not really start trying to promote it as of now. But, like, some, some things I'm working on in the beginning of the year for um, some stuff in Chicago. And if it's uh, successful here in Chicago, then we're going to bring it to New York and L.A. and Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Um, but just trying to just expand um, and uh, maybe be at the forefront of being uh, or creating a renaissance in music, you know, like they did a hundred years ago. It's about time for some, some type of action like that to pop off in music and we want to be at the forefront. So, you know, hopefully these things that I'm trying to deal with in the next year can kind of galvanize something like that. I'm definitely looking this, forward to recording yeah. and hearing everything. Um, now, you recently went back to Chicago. You were here for a little while in New York and went back to Chicago. Nine years. Chicago is nine years. You were here for nine years? Damn. That, yeah. That seems yeah. like uh, a H- long time. HBE been in, in New York for nine years. Yeah. That is amazing. Wow. So far. And then, yeah. Are you the only one that came back or... Yeah, I mean, every, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, I just changed my residency, like, pretty much the uh, place where I lay my head the most of the time. Like, I'm on my way back out to New York in a couple of weeks. Uh You know, um, we're going back on tour and pretty much leaving the States. The best city to leave the States in is New York City. Um, So. So, you know, yeah, and, and um, I mean, it's still, like, to me, one of the best cities on the planet, you know, um, being that I've been a few places, I feel I, I, I qualified to, you know, 
make that statement. <laughs> it's probably one of the top cities on the planet, you know, um, for now, a lot of things. Chicago always gets this bad rap, you know, and it's always on the forefront, like, you know, with the crime rates and everything that's going on over there, especially for our people, our black brothers, foremost at the top of the list, you know. How do you ever plan to get involved in what's going on in the community of Chicago since you basically have such a broad base there and a lot of your family is there? Absolutely. Um, Like I was saying, this kind of ties to what I was just mentioning without, you know, going into details. There's a few different projects. You know, um, one of the greatest things that uh, I've realized since coming back to Chicago, like as opposed to New New York, Chicago is like maybe half half the size and half the competition that you would have um, in New York. It's almost like you you go into a private school as opposed to a public school, so the teacher is able to give you more attention um, to what you what you're doing. So the resources here are. Uh, in abundance and they're able to uh, uh, pay attention to things in detail that can help move us a lot faster. So, you know, we just learning a lot of different things, uh, learning better ways to to achieve, you know, the goals that we set out for ourselves and, you know, uh, being able to um, workshop and lecture or mentor the youth is definitely part of that agenda. Great. That's a really awesome thing here. I'm happy about that. So I definitely want to yeah. get you back on the show at the top of the year so you could tell us what it is that you're going to be working on because I want to support and I definitely want to promote whatever that is going to be, you know? So, Huda, I'm going to get into some of your music right now and don't go anywhere because I want to get a drop from you, okay? All right. It's Bogey and Fresh. We'll be right back. We're going to get into some new music from Hypnotic Rack. Damn, everyone should stand to give a hand. How my fam, just West, just finessed another jam. Oh, damn, I forgot to tell you who I am. AK-47, never jam, blam, words ricochet and kitchen man, made him do that funny dance like a Christian going ham, I tried to warn him in advance that they didn't stand a chance, but his people got him gassed, what a sad circumstance, I damn, yo, river now flow, speak lioness with that Lero-like glow, on the low to the dumb, deaf and blind cause they slow, anything ever heard or seen here, they'll never know, no, I don't really carry spare change, just 12 heavy jewels and the rubies in my name, it's a shame that you lames even thought it was your lane, now I need to explain, you gon' get this work, you gon' get this work. Fofo, 
I bet you they won't violate the mo no mo. I had that army of the pole with the spirit of Chicot and the law of 44 straps tight to my chest plates. Got scarabs on a scramble when I defecate. They be like, damn, she the bomb when I detonate. I be like, chill, yo, that was really paperweight. You ain't seen nothing, you should wait until I ovulate. Who can out rhyme out, time out, shine in the time, anywhere about. Nat turn to clear it out. I only affiliate with classics, bastard. You gon' have to translate average savage. Tell me how you manage what Facebook's popping for you. What got you amped up? Instagram's rocking for you. Oh, let me guess what you got somebody writing for you. I can care less. You gon' get this work. You gon' get this work. Rapper, trapper, neither. I just put your soul on ice like cleaver. God is prophet, hotness either. Keep a nigga mad cause he can never get the beaver. They ain't rolling heavy, they just rolling two seaters. Extra oils up, extra tight white beaters. 360 deal as a full-time deceiver. You should be a part-time, I'm not a believer. I do not intend to offend or pretend to be anything crude. Louder, mad, rude, but I just spit the truth. And this is just the truth that I come much harder than most of y'all do. You are not amusing, Uncle Tom cruising Your mission is impossible and that's already proven You should let the wheel go, let me score the field go You ever go night, night, nigga? Now I found a niche, sink my teeth in molar. I'm eating and I'm seen with the big star solar. 
I came a long way, sort a couple caps, now it's like I am a force to be reckoned with. Yoda, I gotta shake it up a little bit. I kept it bottled up, now it's time to blow like cola. Knew I had it in me since my mom's was my stroller. Saving money, trying to pick up a mini controller, a sample of something. Sample the jam, started rambling something. Ran with it, moved across the land with it. Then I met my mellow, my man with it. And created a master plan with it. Sometimes I hate it, but at the moment I'm glad I am in it. It's cool to be something other than just a fan in it. Like, uh, 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 One. 
cause I'm an anti-spice. The first to get from the get, threat, minus your threat. See, I'm a underground vet. Hurt them on the low, like a convertible Corvette. Uh-huh. In my own lane, I'm not vain, I don't strain. But the fame bulges, but you only gain through pain. So listen to my voice, the coarseness. You heard every word is wild, I heard wild horses. Listen to my story, it's glorious. Your jaws for inches from the floor, but it's more Somebody gotta step up to shut these clowns down. Uh-huh. The circus is obsolete. I bring my kids downtown if they look around. Look at Cooper's colorful box up. Payola. I pay attention when I watch politics. Payola. I strike the mic with all my might. Something like Dola. Get you strung like a cokehead, but I'm not talking cola. Fresh, your girl Nadine. Ha! Ah, another show coming to a close. I want to thank everybody for listening to the show today, and also thank Huda, one of eight brothers from the Hypnotic Brass Ensemble, who are on their European tour as we speak. Where can you find information about them? I know that's what you're saying, right? <laughs> they have a website. It's called the Hypnotic Brass Ensemble dot com slash the band, you know, hypnoticbrassensemble.com. You can find out where they're going to be in Europe. They might be in your country as we speak. You might be enjoying the show, you know, so that's probably why you're not listening to me now, so good for you. But (laughs) thanks for everyone that is listening. And um, next show, which will be the third Sunday of this month, will feature none other than actor, artist Tyson Hall you guys definitely tune in for that he's from Harlem he's doing really great things he's done short films he's been in Oz he's starred in Nas's video all kinds of good stuff happening for this brother so tune in with me that's November 16th tune in and thanks for listening I was supposed to get into a little hypnotic brass ensemble right after that interview but I didn't get a chance to but I am now and this is one of their early joints. It's called Reggae. It's one of my favorite joints. And I'm going to get into that. And thanks for tuning in, you guys. November 16th, 7 p.m. will be the next show. Also, big salute and shout-out to DJ Strike, who came up with that fabulous mix at the top of the hour. So, you guys, look out for us next show. Thanks, and peace out.
Thank you. 